Before we get into this episode, I want to let you know that tickets to The One, which is our two-day in-person leadership experience, are now available at early bird pricing. So if you're in Australia or New Zealand, then you're absolutely going to want to check this out. The One is designed to expand leadership capacity with big shifts reported from participants in confidence, communication, directiveness, solutions thinking, decision making and even conflict resolution. You can check out the case studies over on the website of people who have already done this event and the results they experienced across multiple areas of their lives months later. It has just been such a catalyst for change. That's been more impactful and I've had more revelations and light bulb moments go off than anything that I've ever looked at. I feel like my perspective has completely shifted. It's just, it's been life changing for me. Do yourself a favour and get this locked in for yourself before prices go up. Grab your tickets to one of the events in either Australia or New Zealand over at theoneliveevent.com. It's also linked below. Welcome to the Lead a New Future podcast. I'm Kate Ruby Aroha, a senior leadership trainer with close to two decades of experience. The leadership I'm about is one that values respect and transparency while harnessing our ability to effect change. With a clinical background, I've worked within highly acclaimed leadership teams in the health sector of New Zealand, before spending a decade facilitating advanced leadership experiences across multiple countries. And here's the thing about leadership. Leadership is just as important within our homes as it is within every level of our community, teams and organisations. In this podcast, you'll find a variety of conversations that connect to our leadership and our lives, where we can impact what matters, where it matters. Let's get into it. Hey, it's Kate and welcome to this conversation, which is actually going to be quite a different conversation than anything I've ever had here. In fact, what I'm going to be sharing here I've never shared this before outside just a couple of close friends. And it's even funny that I say outside of a couple of close friends because the actual topic of this conversation is about how I, for many years, and I'd say decades, didn't have close female friendships. And that's actually what I want to talk about today because I know for myself personally, that was something that It's not like I felt ashamed about it, but it was a little bit of a something that I guess I didn't want people to know. It definitely wasn't something I was proud of, that's for sure. And it's been this year, the year that I turned 40, that I changed so many things. This was one of the key things that I completely recreated in my life and now have amazing friends. And I want to share about that journey because. I actually have a sense that this is not just isolated to me experiencing this. And I have a bit of a sense that there are many women and particularly high achieving women who have over time, perhaps in ways isolated themselves. And so if this is you, I think that this could be a great conversation to listen to. And also there's another layer of message in this is around how we can recreate anything, even when it's been a very long theme in our life, even when it's been a very long storyline through over decades, we can still, we still have the power to recreate things. And 
that's what this conversation is about. So let me take you back (laughs) and start here. The fact that I've had decades without close friendships, close female friendships, they just haven't been there in my life. And when I actually look over my entire life, there's only two times in my life that I've had close friendships. And, oh, I feel a little bit like, hmm, saying this little part, but I hope it's in contribution because I do know that we can feel a little bit alone at times. And if I can share this stuff, I think, you know, I, it's, I hope that it helps someone listening to this conversation. So this year I turned 40 and there was a moment where Hinati said to me, Hey, so what are you going to do for your 40th? And I was like, uh, I don't know. And then I went away and kind of thought about it. And I actually started crying on my own, had some tears rolling down my face because I was confronted with the fact that I didn't actually have any friends to invite to my 40th. And I felt really sad about that. And it was actually really good that I felt sad about that because it's the first time in I can't even, I don't even know how long that I actually was impacted by the level to which I had, and I guess, isolated myself. And I sort of say isolated myself loosely because I've also been around a lot of people for a long time. And yes, I've also had really great friends within my family. So for example, you know, Hinari is one of my best friends. My daughter is one of my best friends. My mum is one of my best friends. I've got such quality, deep, rich relationships with those people. And the work that I do, I'm around a lot of people. And over the, certainly the last 10 years of doing the work that I do, My experience has been that I've always had a lot of people in my space and I would be coaching a lot of people. I'd be training a lot of people. I would just have, you know, frequently like hundreds of people in my spaces and I would get to the end of my week and given that I'm actually fundamentally quite an introvert, which I don't know if people even realize that given When I'm in my zone, for example, when I'm in my zone on a stage, a different part of me fully takes over. But equally, I'm also quite an introvert. And so when spending a lot of time with a lot of people, I would get to the end of my week and I'd feel peopled out. And so in my weekends, I would often want to more pull back from being around people and the people I'd want to spend time with would be actually my family, AKA my kids, my husband, the, you know, other, the people that were really important to me that I wanted them to have the best pieces of me over the last, it's been 19 years now of being a mum. So having these balls in the air with being a mum, raising my children, raising a business that has required a lot of input And then that particular type of business that I've done has had a lot of people in my space over the years. I would get to the weekends and I would just be peopled out. So because of that, I had this kind of, I guess, sort of story and theme in my head that I didn't need friends, that 
I didn't have this real need for having a lot of people. And it's, I mean, it's interesting because also when I look at a lot of my sort of, you know, my human design theme and a lot of the, the, um, the kind of tests that I've done is that it just confirms what I already know. I don't have this kind of sense within me that I need people to fill me up, if that makes sense. So I haven't had this kind of hungering desire that I have to be in connection and relationship with people so that I can feel whole within myself. Like I'm the kind of person that actually adores being alone. Right now, I'm on a 10-day solo holiday for myself and I've been loving my alone time. I just, I really get filled up on my own, connecting into myself, dialing into myself. That's where I just really come alive. I made the assumption that I didn't need friends. And that was a, an assumption that I never tested. I never pushed against it and wondered if that was actually not the full story. And that in fact, potentially, was I actually cutting myself off from a new level that I could really experience and be really fed by. So here I am, you know, months before my 40th, quite impacted by the fact of, I don't actually have friends to invite to my 40th. Now I've got people I can invite. But, you know, like a girlfriend where you've got your best girlfriend where you just message them whenever you want or you've got a group of friends that are so close and you just message them all the time and I didn't have that. So, yeah, I could have invited a lot of people. And I felt really sad by that. And I was glad that I was sad because I saw something that I actually wanted to have moving forward. And I would say it's been the first time of my life that I've actually said to myself, this is something I desire to have. This is something I want. And, you know, this year turning 40, I've recreated so many things, uh, really looking at how do I want to live my 40s? How do I want to live my 50s? How do I want to live my 60s? You know, really, how do I want to live the second half of my life? And this from that day became another thing that I put on the platter of, yeah, this is something that I'm going to alter the trajectory of. Moving forward, the first half of my life wasn't like that. The second half of my life, I'm creating having rich, extraordinary friendships. And that's exactly what I've done. And it's really cool because... <laughs> That's funny, I actually feel like a little bit of tears saying this. Um, there were so many incredible women around me that had actually equally <laughs> um, wanted to create really great friendships. And they had also been holding themselves back. And, uh, you know, I'm, I, Feel that I've got a really great dial engage on where people are at and the kind of people that I really want to spend quality time with. And so I just did kind of like a, um, a temperature gauge on some of the people around me and who did I want to reach out to to start developing a, you know, friendships. And um, I reached out to a couple of incredible women that were around me. And funnily enough, 
um, we're now extraordinary friends and really, really close. And they had also been experiencing similar things around female friendships. And I was like, what? And, um, and both of those women are extraordinary women with high integrity. Uh, all, I guess all of the values that I just really see and respect and appreciate. And I was sitting in the car with one of them and I just thought, I'm just not going to hold this stuff back, you know? And I shared with her about my experience and actually why I'd been reaching out and stuff. And she was like, holy crap. Yeah, that's exactly how I've been feeling. It's really funny because at that point in my life, around, you know, just before my 40th, when I was really starting to, when I had the te- the day of the tears, the day of the cry, <laughs> the day of the new decision, I, around that period of my life, I also just hired a new personal trainer and her name is Jade. Shout out to you, Jade Jocelyn. You're amazing. Uh, she's 27. And I hired her as my personal trainer because she's just she's just got a really great energy. And it was really cool actually to be around a 27-year-old who puts himself out there a lot. And it's almost like it was just a beautiful person who came into my life at that time who role modeled for me how you just throw out invitations. <laughs> okay, let me explain what I mean by that. So I came into the gym and for my session and she's like, so what have you been up to this weekend? And I said, well, I've actually just been doing a photo shoot. And she's like, why did you not invite me? Next time, make sure you invite me. I'm amazing on photo shoots. I'm really good with, you know, hyping you up and having you feel great. So invite me next time. And I actually haven't told her this. So Jade, I'm going to let you know to watch this. But I was actually kind of floored in that moment. I was like, wow, so that's how you put yourself out there and just invite yourself to the party. Like you invite yourself to the party. You don't wait for invitations. And I was like, so fabulous. And then over the months of um, hanging out with Jade as my personal trainer, she just continued to invite herself or to invite me. And it was like really beautiful. And it was at the same time that I was already starting to invite women to doing cool things together. And within a couple of months, I've, I'd created some incredible friendships with incredible women and have created lots of, when I say lots, a number of pockets of friendships with different groups of women. And nowadays I've just been inviting all sorts of women to do all sorts of things. And my experience has entirely shifted. The feeling that I used to have where if I was to describe it, it would have been this. I felt like I was on the outside of friendships looking in. Almost to the point where if I feel energetically into how I felt for a significant portion of my life, it felt kind of like I was back in a cave. And I know this might sound crazy because you're like, holy crap, Kate, I see you on stage with a 300 women with a thousand people and you're super connected. And yeah, I can connect really easily when I'm in my zone and doing those things. Absolutely. And it's interesting because I can walk into a room and create great connections. So that part has never been my issue. 
It's not like I feel insecure about myself, but for some reason I decided that I was separate to people in terms of friendships. And I had a whole host of story and I guess life circumstances that added up to match that story that created this ongoing theme for myself where I was separately held back from this. And the cool thing to go from that where it didn't even occur to me, let's say if I go to the gym or a new gym, it didn't even occur to me just to casually start talking to people. Just as not that I felt um, insecure or anything, it just didn't occur to me that you could just casually strike up conversations with anyone wherever you go. Um, whereas Henari, my husband, Wherever we go, he creates friendships, he creates connections, he talks to everyone. Like, whereas I've been more that reserved person where I go to a place and I can appear and leave without talking to people. Um, so, anyway, my point is to go from that to now, that has completely freaking gone. Completely gone. And it's not that I'm now trying to make myself create connections in this like this big thing that I'm trying to force it's just that it's a natural expression for me now so for example give you a little example just recently I thought oh and this came from the fact that at the moment this year I've been really taking on my fitness another little thing that I've put on the on the table for recreating for my second half of my life and in that, um, I've also wanted to have movement be really fun for me. So um, each week, one of my movement sessions is dancing, pole dancing. Another session for the week is fighting with my fight trainer because I absolutely love her. And then another, do you know what I mean? So every single movement session I do is really enjoyable. So then I was thinking, okay, I love HIIT workouts. I freaking love HIIT workouts. I love getting that ridiculous cardio burst where you're just dumped with endorphins through your body and you feel amazing for the day. So I was like, okay, so I want to do two HIIT workouts a week. That's what's missing from my week. I've got all of the other pieces. I've got my strength training. I've got my muscle building stuff in. I've got my fighting, my dancing, but I'm missing two HIIT workouts. Cool. Okay. One, I'm not going to go to the gym and push myself through a HIIT workout. Can't be fucked. Nah. It just doesn't sound fun. It doesn't excite me. So I thought what I want to do is I want to create two sessions a week where I meet at 6am, again, everything on my terms, literally everything to the level that I want it. AKA I want two hit workouts a week at 6am, Mondays and Tuesdays, because those are my days that are missing. And I want to work out on those days with women that are awesome. And I want it to be both social connection and a fucking good workout where we all leave and just feel uplifted for the day. So immediately I hopped on Instagram and reached out and just, you know, did a quick temperature check. Who do I want to hang out with? Who would I love to meet me and to, you know, do this together? And so I felt into a couple of women and I was like, yes, you and you and you. Yes. So I sent out some messages and within an hour we had this arranged. So Mondays, Tuesdays, 6 a.m., we've got this little group that meet together and we just have so much fun getting our cardio on and feeling uplifted and kicking off the week. And what really stood out to me was, I guess, 
in the past, that would have been a big deal for me to do to actually reach out and create that. It would have felt like I was putting myself out there and I would have felt vulnerable. And now it just felt super like a natural expression that if this is what I want, this is what I'm going to put myself out there and go and do it. So that's almost the end of my little tale. (laughs) And I wanted to share that because I want you to remember that if you have been feeling at any point disconnected from friendships or alone, that actually you're not alone in that. And that there are actually, what I'm starting to really learn and discover, there are so many women who have felt very disconnected from other women or just really quality friendships. And that it's got nothing to do with you at all. And it's got nothing, it's no reflection of your quality or character. It's actually interesting because I remember saying to myself that day when I had those tears, I remember saying to myself and thinking, I'm actually a really awesome person and I'm pretty sure that people would actually, like I actually had to list this off logically in my head to start to shift the needle for myself. And I thought I'm actually a great person. I'm pretty sure that people would actually want to hang out with me. I know it's funny that I had to even list this off logically. So I'm sure it was just something within me that was had closed off opportunities. So I want you to think about that for yourself. If you have been or are feeling lonely on any level or disconnected or that you don't have the friendships at the level that you would really love to be met at, then it is zero reflection on you and your character. And I hope you get that in this conversation. And I hope you're actually uh, encouraged in this conversation to recreate that story for yourself if you want to. And know that just because you've had a theme or a pattern for a long time doesn't mean to say that that has to be the theme or the pattern that continues from here. And that's the freaking amazing gift and privilege that we actually have is that we can recre- we can recreate shit. Isn't that cool? We don't have to be shackled by the stories we've carried until now. So I hope that this has been a useful conversation. Um, please help uh, by sharing this conversation with someone who you know would find it useful. Um, the only point in me sharing this kind of stuff is to actually hope, you know, in the hope that it will help make a difference to whoever it makes a difference to. And I'll see you in the next episode of She Leads in the Future. Thanks for listening to the podcast. This is a reminder that if you're in Australia or New Zealand and you haven't yet got your tickets to the one, then go to the website now, find the location closest to you and get it sorted. Early bird tickets will be ending soon. Man, massive breakthroughs, like unbelievable. Having the balls to actually be myself and not run away from challenges that I've probably run away from in the past and take them head on. It's taken me to another place. I'm just not the same person that I was when I walked in.
If you get an opportunity to experience this event, do it for you and everyone around you.